Welcome back to another episode of Crossing the Access, the biz side of video production. I am Max Kaiser from Pipeline, the video production management platform that you've always dreamed of having. Uh, you can find it at videopipeline.io. I am here also with my partner in crime, Jake Rorda. Hey, I'm Jake, also from Pipeline. Hey, and today we have an extraordinarily special guest, um, Blake Barnett from Blair Media. You probably have heard of Blair Media because they probably outrank you on a search engine somewhere. <laughs> but uh, they've got 10 locations, which is just incredible. They have six in California and one in Nevada, one in Washington, one in Texas and Arizona. They offer all kinds of services, um, aerial, live, social, as well as your uh, core uh, video production services. Um, they, they just truly have shown a way um, to, to scale beyond the confines of what many of us think of for our production companies. So we just thought it would be really fascinating to get Blake on, talk about scaling, talk about marketing, uh, and, and help give us some ideas for how, how we can take those things to the bank. So Blake, nice to see you. Hey, Max. Hey, Jake. Thanks for having me. And wow, what an intro. Thank you. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about Blair and how things got started or how they got started for you. Yeah, I mean, we've been in business since 2005. And how it started was uh, I've always been an entrepreneur at heart. I had like a limousine company and I had more uh, time than money. And so I was like, hey, I'm going to create this TV show, local TV show, and then I'm going to get advertisers. And then I'm going to put a commercial for my limousine company on there. And so I was doing all this work to do this. And then I found out, like, I had way more fun doing the video side than the actual limousine company. And I ended up meeting my business partner because I was trying to do this all myself and not knowing what I was doing at all, more of the you know mar marketing business side. And so I met Justin, who's my business partner. And uh, I'm like, why am I doing this part? Like, let's just form a company. And then so we formed Blair Media. And uh, that's how it's been since 2005. Um and, and, what, and what kind yeah. of work did you get started with? What, what, what uh, were your man. core things? Okay, so when we first started, Justin was doing a lot of wedding videos because you know that's like he was that's what he was doing. He was doing some music video stuff, and but I'm like, man, let's do some TV commercials, guys. And so uh, this was like kind of pre pre internet. I think the internet existed, but it wasn't like it is today. Um, and so I was just knocking on doors. Like I would just go out and I, I came from a sales background. I came from like the phone book background. So I'm like, I just would go to places. I'd go to used car lots and I'm like, Hey, we want to get, you know, you want to get a commercial and I'll go in there with my uh, DVD player that they would have back then. And I'll play them some stuff and they're like, wow, that's really cool. And I'll do a commercial for them for $500. <laughs> and that's how we start. That started. <laughs> so let's fast forward then to today. Tell us about where Blair is today. Like, what what are your revenue numbers? Who are you working with? You know, give us some just idea of where you are. Yeah, sure. I mean, we're we haven't actually broke a million dollars yet. We've been really close, and like year after year, we're like. And so, what I decided um, recently was like, forget million dollars. That's where we're not going. Let's forget that. Let's go five million. And so, since that <laughs> we've since that way, I've changed that mindset. Like this might be the first year we break a million dollars. I love that. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. And so, I mean, for a long time, we like, the thing is we grew really quick in the beginning 
like we got up to 300,000 in like the first, you know, you, you know, year or two or three and then 500,000. And then our goal was even then our goal was a million, like since day one, like we got to, you know, get to a million. And so 15 years later, we still haven't broken a million. Um, but, but yeah, this year we're on track. Um, That's so and, cool. And so how, so, so one of the things that is truly different about Blair is that you have multiple offices. Not many of us do. How did that start? Yeah, that started because uh, like uh, we were advertising in the phone book and then we're realizing like that's the wave of the future is the internet. And so I, one of my friends was, you know, web developer and was doing a lot of like SEO stuff. And so like, like he's a good friend. So I'd go to his office all the time to swing by and like pick his brain. I'm like, what are you doing? How do you do this? And like every week I'll like learn something new and I'll get tricks. And so for a while we started out in Fresno, California. And so we would own like the like eight of the 10 listings on google so if you type in fresno video production eight of those would be us it might be like a youtube video or some other website that would that we you know had us you know on there but we were represented on the, and we weren't getting enough business and so i'm from the bay area like i came i came down to go to fresno state um and so i'm like hey let's start markets a bigger city let's just start marketing in san francisco and san jose and like that was gangbusters for us because we were and it's only a two and a half hour drive and so once we started doing that, uh, and then one of our guys moved to San Jose, we had like little San, uh, satellite San Jose office for, for a bit. Um, that was great. And we're like, hey, this is working really well. Let's do this in other cities. And so we, um, over time, we just started expanding. Yeah, well, I can personally vouch because I competed with Blair at my old company, Handcrank, for Seattle uh, space all the time. <laughs> and, I, and I can give you a story how Seattle started. Seattle started yeah. because... Uh, we had an employee move from Seattle to Fresno and he worked for us and then, you know, worked for us for about a couple of years. And then he was like, you know what? I'm homesick. I want to move back to Seattle. I'm like, Hey, you're moving back to Seattle. We could do business up there. And so boom, we just started doing marketing in Seattle. And next thing you know, that was when you could just buy video production, Seattle.com and rank yep. number one. Yep. Um, <laughs> you can't, you, you, you can't do that anymore. And so, so we don't rank as good as in Seattle as we did like many years ago. I think we're on the second page, but our other side, our shoots.video site is on the first page. Right. So would you say that, that your, your reasoning behind doing that was to scale, but to scale in places that you were close to, even if you weren't physically in? Yeah, we, we needed to have some sort of representation because clients mm -hmm. didn't want to come to us to our office to, they didn't want to take time out of, they're busy people. They didn't want to come take time out of their day, come to our office, have a meeting. They always wanted us to go to their, go to them for a meeting. And so I'm like, so the office is kind of was like a weird thing to even care about. Unless you're going to you go to San it. Francisco anyway. Why not yeah, just say that you're in there? Yeah. And so we would normally, we like the vast majority of time, we're always going to them and meeting with them and they never actually see us. Even till today, they, they, they never want to come visit us, but it's very rare. They might swing by to pick up a hard drive, have someone do that or something along those lines. But for the most part, I've, I've, some of our biggest accounts I've never even met. Yeah. Um, and, and they're my account. I just met an account, it was an ad agency and they're based out of Virginia. And I, we've been doing business with them for like five years. I just met them this year. That's just so fascinating. And it just, but it speaks to being willing. And, and this is something in our business you have to be willing to do. And that is throw away any rules. There are no rules. And, and you just, you have to go with what works every time. Right. And I mean, it sounds to me like you just sort of followed the thread 
of what was working for you and and said and and now it, it's just such a unique uh business model but it it really works yeah it, you, you have to try different things like when you're an entrepreneur you try different things see what works and like we tried you know tried trade shows we tried <laughs> advertising on tv like you name it we, we've tried it and we're like yeah that's just that's, we don't get the same result right yeah so how do you manage these different offices? I think would be one question for certainly for me. We had two offices in my old place and I couldn't imagine having any more. And so how do you do you all it's, share the same portfolio? You all share the same like website design and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, we use Slack um, to kind of keep track and see where we're at. And we have and then we have uh, like sales managers that handle certain territories. So if lead, leads come in for certain you know territory, like, hey, we know who to sign it to. And then we use HubSpot for that we, you know, on our contact forms and we can just quickly assign it to the right person. Um, and then management-wise, it's mostly just task-driven. We could really be located anywhere. Um, right. I mean, the, the only problem with being anywhere is uh, we're not quite there with like editing-wise to get files over from one place to the other. That's still kind of a pain to get large files. Yeah. And so we like we typically like to have the local team edit it as much as possible. But even then, we we end up mailing footage back a lot. Right. Do you have a, like a salesperson in every office and a producer, or is that person that's in every office? A I wouldn't role? say it's, I wouldn't say it's straight straight that way because there's mm-hmm. one person that handles multiple territories, um, and then we'll have a producer that is there, but they might go someplace else. Like we do a lot of mix and matching of depending on the project. Like sometimes our producer in Fresno will you know go out of the go out of, not out of the country only, but out of the state. You know, just depending because it's they have the client has a good connection with them and they would just want them to go there. So it's really not even location driven. We try to get as many as many locals as possible just to save on costs. Um, but it's really mix and match depending on how the situation happened. And it's it's really a personal connection um, with our clients. And so, yeah, as far as the marketing is concerned, is it still really SEO driven? Yeah, I would. I mean, we we have returning clients, um, but I don't think we've ever gotten work from social media. We have received some requests, but we also don't, we're not very good at marketing on social media either. Social, <clears throat> yeah. It never worked for me. Uh, I never could get it to work for, for hand crank. Um, it just, and I see other production companies trying it and spending a fair amount of money and not, and, and, good, and frankly, AdWords um, never really worked that well for me. It was always organic search that. Yeah. I, I have a like AdWords did work for us for a little bit. And I think that might've been me just being lazy. Um, but cause we were doing a lot of SEO and then well, also Google for a while was just really, their algorithm was really hard to understand. And I, yeah. I just couldn't seem to be making any kind of headway. Like all my usual tricks and tactics weren't getting the job done. And I was like, man, okay, Google AdWords it is. And so I did that for a while. And so like our, we were, we we're paying, I think at the time, like three to $4,000 a month with Google AdWords. And I'm like, and we started with like 500, you know, we started 500 a month and then we're like, then it worked its way up to like three or 4,000 a month, uh, maybe even like 5,000 on some heavy months. Um, but we're like, okay, we got to, we got to stop this. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> so I uh, went back to my roots and like, and SEO seemed to be a lot easier. Like I just, it seemed to settle itself down again. And so my usual, I mean, not everything still is the same, but most of the the main things are, are, are still the same. It's all, you, you need to have unique content. You need to, you know, or, you know, context queen and distribution is queen. 
and, and, and that's typically, and you need some backlinks still, even though people like frown on backlinks, it's still a thing. And, and I would imagine having eight or 10 different sites for yourself and being able to cross-reference between those gives you an awful lot of domain authority as well. It does. We're, we're actually trying to get rid of all of our extra sites because it's just a lot of headache to manage. And yeah. it's not as necessary as it used to be. Um, we used to make sites specific, like we would make one just for Seattle. Um, and it was because we could just make the whole site Seattle based and like change everything. And like Google really liked it. Um, now the Google seems to really like a bigger site. And so you can get more, uh, we can show up better with our bigger site in multiple locations where that just wasn't the, we couldn't seem to make that work before. Yeah. So when it comes to SEO, I know a lot of folks I talk to, or, you know, they would always ask me, Max, how did, how did you guys um, get some of these sales? And I, I would say, well, Amazon found us on uh, Google. Uh, Google found us on Google. <laughs> and, <laughs> sure. and, and, and they would say, well, how did you get started with SEO? And I said, well, first I read this big fat book and I worked on it for about two weeks when I realized I was seriously outgunned and i hired a guy who uh was just very very capable and and he he got us in those top three rankings that was my way of doing it how did you figure it out and what would you say to someone today who you're is just get they've got a website and they've do, do they need to start creating tons of blog articles what is it that one needs to do to start ranking for seo in the ways that would help them with their marketing I mean, it, it depends if they're local and they're, they're, you know, doing SEO for their local, local market, then they should focus on local SEO, which, yep. which hundred percent can mean just like Google places. You want to go on there. You want to uh, fill it out completely. You want to add pictures. You want to add content like, like on, on an ongoing basis. And in that way, Google starts like, Oh, this company is updating their stuff and they start putting in the top three. And now you're going to start getting business that way. That's like, low-hanging fruit for a lot of production companies just aren't doing. Um, Google Place is the number one easiest thing to do. Do it. Um, and then I would say join directories. Like there's like Clutch, there's UpCity. They let you have a free listing for your location, um, for one location. Uh, I actually, Clutch lets you do multiple locations. Uh, but yeah, you would want to join a lot, of, a lot of different directories. But if you're looking at like your actual website and SOing your website, they're, they're, you're going to have to either learn or pay someone. And so that, yeah. that that's a different thing. Um, yeah. And it takes some time. Like I've tried to teach SEO to some people and some people just really just aren't willing. Yeah. So <laughs> they're just like, forget <laughs> it. I don't want to do it. And some people pick it up. Like the, the one I had a, a good friend um, who worked for us. Um, and then I, I taught him SEO and he's the one who did the Seattle. And so his oh, name okay. was Burke. His name was Burke. And so if you could have took Burke out of the picture back then, then, you, you know, we wouldn't have been competitive in Seattle. Yeah. Um, he 100% <laughs> was responsible for Seattle um, back then. That's so cool. Um, well, I, and now how going back to, I, I think they're just two really interesting things here. And they're, they're so interesting the way they combine. And that is your, your unique marketing methods and then your, your, your unique structure. How, how, do you, um, I asked about how you manage the team, but how do you work out the sort of hierarchy of the team, you know, in terms of like, are you, do you creatively review everything the team does or does each, does each office operate pretty independently? How does that work? Well, it, it's typically a collaboration between 
uh, who's, who worked, like say their producer worked on the project um, and who might be the same person who's like the account manager for the project, you know, depending yeah. on the situation. Um, so they'll be involved on, you know, the workflow and then our, our lead editor would be always overlooking the projects and if he's working on it then, and then uh, Justin will typically provide feedback as well. Uh, and so we, we kind of all look at it as a team. Like I look at a lot of, like, I think I look at almost every single video that we do. And I, I look at it. I don't always give feedback because there's normally enough feedback already from our guys, but we're a team effort here. Like it's not, we don't have this hierarchy, like this person's responsible for that, but like, we're really not very structured. And, yeah. and, and, and not in a bad way, like in a good way. Like we, we, we kind of have a synergistic relationship, all of us together, help each other out. What do you use for your video review software? We use Whipster, which uh, I like I had uh, uh, Justin complains about Whipster, but then he also checked out Frame.io and then he mm-hmm. complained about Frame.io. <laughs> and so uh, I just think that, you know, you're not no one's going to you know ever be 100 percent satisfied. There's always sure. things that you want different. Uh, but we got in Whipster really early and our, we, our rate is really low. And so there's no reason for us to leave. I actually Frame.io called us because I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll learn more about what you can, you know, what you guys are up to and something. And he basically wanted to go off the phone with me just because I told him what we were paying. Um, and he's like, there's no way that we could offer you anything. Is it, yeah. you, you should stay where you're at. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he told me. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we used to use a service before that called takeoffvideo.com. And that was the first review service and it was before Frame.io and before Whipster. Um, Isn't it funny how some of those don't make it? And then when like Frame.io just blows up into this. Yeah. Of- yeah. This blew, totally blew up. So there, there's only three that like, well, everybody's kind of starting to offer their versions of that, but there's yeah. really only three players to me. And, the, and then Vimeo became a player from Whipster. They were teaming up for a bit. And then, yeah. um, and the Vimeo kind of went, went their own Vimeo way. Vimeo can be a good deal just because you probably might be already paying for their business package for like five or 600 bucks a month. And then you get it for free. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. I've never really used the Vimeo's review tool. And so it's I'm good. not sure because we, we were, we tried to use their live streaming tool and we just weren't happy with it. It just didn't quite, there was too no. much of a delay. And so, but we were thinking about if we did like it, then maybe we would get rid of Whipster and use Vimeo's review tool if we liked their tool, but it didn't get that far. Yeah, it's good. It just doesn't have good uh, foldering and, and, and structuring uh, for your, for your projects, which I imagine for you folks would be a real pain. So um, that was, yeah. that was, but they're, they're working on Vimeo also is now worth zillions and doing, doing tons of stuff. So, well, uh, Jake, did you have any other questions? Cause I mean, this has just been, uh, amazing. If I would have had some of this insight <laughs> early on, it's killing me. I, I was just going to ask, what do you see as the next method for scaling past a million? Uh, yes. Is that, is that brick well, and mortar? Is that more online presence? Is that, what is, what is it? The way that we are going to get to $5 million, Jake, is our shoots that video um, uh, basically it's a director website and what's what's happening is you're going to see um, SEO is going to get really hard for uh, production companies to be mm-hmm. on standalone to show up on the search results and what you're going to see is you're going to see clutch you're going to see up city you're going to see design rush and so I saw that happening and I'm like well and you know back in 2016 ish um but we really launched in 2018 but i saw that happening and i was like no way i can compete with these guys and they're just too strong and they have all this user generated content and so that's why we created shoot.videos so that we can compete head to head and show up and and 
um, across the across the country, really. Um, we're, the thing is, I'd like to share that wealth with other production companies and offer. Uh, right, right now, we're offering for free. So if there's other video production companies and we're not in that area, we only we we can't cover the whole country. I mean, we, we're only uh, we can, we're only we're stretched thin as it is, and we have you know we're just on the west coast base. So I've been hitting up a lot of other production companies, you know, in like New York and Boston and Miami. Um, so and I'm giving them I'm showcasing their listings for free, and I'm pushing those to be up on the the top of the search engines. And hopefully we can help each other out. Like they'll send us business, we'll send them business. I'm I'm not you know I'm just I'm open to just seeing how we can network together and all grow together. So your goal is to, to get the directory on the front page if it's not already, and then you, the video production company to appear on that, that directory. Correct. And then, yeah, we have, and then we have a little more control over that too. Where clutch. We don't, they could raise the rates and get do stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, like, I think when I was looking at clutch, it was like $250 per location. And so when you have 10 locations, you know, that's 2,500 bucks. Thanks. Yeah. So I was like, ah, man. And so that's why, that's when I started doing the math uh, mm-hmm. when I saw and it happening. Back up for one second. Tell us a little bit about shoot, stop video. Uh, Cause we haven't really hit on that at all. So can you break that down a little bit? Cause this sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot, stop video started out because we had, we were, you know, doing work with a lot of different vendors and it was hard for us to remember who they were. Um, and would have to pull up old like invoices and paperwork. And I was like, oh, because we used someone three years ago, but like that person was great, but no one can remember their name. And we had a spreadsheet that we created and that was just really noisy. Um, so we, you know, we created like a CRM basically um, for our vendors. And then, uh, and I think we did that around like 2016. And then 2018, my thoughts were like, hey, this is a really good tool. Why are we hoarding this resource? Others should be able to use it. And I'd love for our vendors to get booked, to get booked by other production companies or agencies. Um, like there's no reason for us to, you know, we only use them every so often anyways. And so I'd much rather share the resources. And the other reason is we would, when we had to hire people, we would go to like the production hub in Mandy and they didn't have a review system. And so we had to vet them from scratch. And so our idea was like, well, we can write reviews and we can write basically notes about who we like and why we like them. Um, and then others can do the same. And so I don't know if production hub and Mandy started. I don't think Mandy has, um, I'm not sure about production hub, but I don't know why they're not, they're not doing that. If you're listening production hub and Mandy, it's a no brainer, like add some sort of review system. So, cause like, uh, when you're, it's really a referral system in in our industry, I'm not sure why that's not super clear. Like when you, when we book people like, Hey, who do you refer? Like, that's just how it happens. Like we normally go through our Rolodex of like, Oh, call John, see if he can refer us to anybody. But then when that doesn't work, then you go on Facebook and you do the same thing. You're like, hey, can anybody refer me to somebody here? And so that's the way things really work. You don't go to some website and just like book some guy that you never worked with before without any referrals. You just need you need that. And so we really wanted to build that in there um, for everybody. And so that that's how it started. And then while that was happening, I saw Clutch in Up City and I'm like, okay, let's just make this a a directory and compete for these key phrases. Um, and then hopefully we can, you know, help out the industry, um, in that way, help ourselves obviously as well. Yeah, that is, that is fantastic, man. That is, that is really cool. And just, and I, and, and I remember one thing you mentioning, and that is that you were saying that for your team, the bricks and mortar approach really is not what you're looking for. You really don't have uh, physical uh, buildings for your offices and so forth. We just don't have the need. If the need was there, we would. 
Yeah. Um, the, the need's not really there. We're, I mean, I mean, I think with the growth of our industry is there's less of that. Yeah. Um, I think at like a small, like when you're first, like I, if we were first starting out right now, we wouldn't get an office. I mean, right. we'll get a place to store gear if it, if it wasn't in our like garage at our house. Yeah. We'd probably like, like even now today, I think it makes more sense to buy office house. Um, so you can have a place to store gear. Um, but a lot of, a lot of these solopreneurs that are, you know, act as like maybe like a production company, you know, it sounds like a production company, they have a business name. They're yeah. really a, a dude with gear at their house. Yeah. It's, it, it, I mean, it's a little sad, right? Cause we grew up in the, I mean, I don't know about you. I grew up in the eighties and like, and the cool thing on TV to work at was a video production company with the exposed brick and the neon sign. Yeah. And like, you know, that's, that's, that's the vibe I always wanted. Well, Max, we do have exposed brick in our office. Well, there you go. <laughs> so you actually so you do have an office. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in my office right now, but, um, but it's not necessary. Like I could work from home most of the time. I, I, I like to go on work vacations and work, you know, remotely. Um, but I think one office for us is required, but, and then like maybe a satellite, but it's not when you're first starting out, like we figured, we thought we needed one when we first started out to like be respectable, but you don't. Yeah. It's so, it's so different now. If we, if we start out now, we more, we've been more focused on buying gear than yeah. getting an office space. That's a really cool tip. Yeah. Yeah. This has been just a a cavalcade of great tips and you speak so quickly and are so efficient that we kind of got through everything we needed to, but I just want to tell people, go to shoots.video, get yourself signed up on there. Cause clearly, I mean, that's an easy play. Um, And, and, and check out, check out Blair media because these folks are way ahead of the curve on, on, on getting business uh, in ways that many of us don't think about. Many of us walk around complaining, why don't I have it? Um, there's a lot of different ways to do it. So, so Blake, thank you so much uh, for joining us. This was awesome. And um, any last words? <laughs> no, I, well, I was going to say, if you're going to join shoots that video, it's for freelancers and for companies, all of the above. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah, right. I appreciate. Yeah, I appreciate you both having me. Thanks, Max. Thanks, Jake. Uh, good yeah. times. Thanks yeah. for letting us talk to us. Thanks very much. All right. Well, we'll see you folks at the next podcast. Thanks a lot. <laughs>